you EBO? I definitely do. Tony, best guy you're ever going to meet. Make sure if you're not a member of EBO that you find out what it's all about and check it out. Now we're going to talk to founder and author of the Genesis 123 Foundation, Jonathan Feldstein, about the anniversary of the vote to establish Israel like we needed one. Hi, Jonathan. <laughs> hey, Fawn. Good morning. How are you? It's nice uh, to speak to you. Yeah, it's good to have you, too, because, I mean, my family, we're Catholic. We read the Bible nightly. We go to Bible class. We go to church. We we understand Israel's always been there. I mean, they've been fighting the Philistines. They've been fighting the Amorites. They've been fighting the Moabs. They've been fighting every stinking sort of people you can think of throughout the years. And you can even find a Biblical Times coin where... It shows yeah. that that land belongs to Israel. It's always been Israel. Yes, it has. It's just been occupied by many different people until uh, seventy-five years ago. But uh, it's always been—it's always been the land that God deeded to Abraham through his descendant by Abraham and uh, Abraham through Isaac and Jacob. And I have the privilege of living here the last twenty years as being one of those inheritors. God bless you. I knew about your last name. You're Jewish. No offense, but you can yeah. tell. Um, I just, um, Herb Edelman, who was a big star in Hollywood, was a dear, dear, dear friend of the family. And when we lost him, we lost a lot. But he explained a lot to me about the Jewish religion. And he said, uh, it's it's not a nationality, it's a religion. And a lot of people get that confused, don't they? A lot of people do get it confused. There's an ethnicity that's Jewish, certainly a religion that's governed in the in what people generically refer to as the five books of Moses, the Torah, um, the, the the covenant that God gave to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and uh, yeah, it's it's it, it governs every day every day of my life, mm-hmm. as it should, because that's what religion is. All right, so the fact that we had to have a vote to establish a Jewish mm-hmm. state, for one thing, I, I've always thought was just. Down was up and up was down when that needed to happen for us to recognize somewhere that's always been there. But it did happen, and the anniversary is now. It is. The anniversary was last week, the uh, Thursday the 29th, I think it was Thursday, the 29th of November. The U.N. had vo- uh, voted on Resolution uh, 181, and it passed uh, by, a, by a solid majority, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I always do, I'm an Orthodox Jew, and I travel and speak in churches all the time, and what I always tell people is, yes, thank God for that vote um, and, and what we've had every day since, but we have to acknowledge that the authority to establish uh, the state of Israel is not, as you suggested in the vote in the United Nations 76 years ago, mm-hmm. but it's in the Bible itself. It is, and, and it's on every stinking page. I mean, it's on every yes, page. It it's in half the hymns we sing. Now, I am, uh, as Orthodox Jew, I'm, I am a Roman Catholic. So we learn a lot about what happened before the birth of Christ and the way that, you know, things fell away, things came back, there were wars fought. I mean, throughout the history of the world, land has been taken and retaken by people, not because they're imperialistic, but because that's just how people are. Everybody's trying to take what somebody else has. But when the Jewish people just try to hang on what is actually theirs, they're called imperialists. That's so right. stupid. Well, it's it's stupid, and it's funny, uh, funny in a not funny way. Um, yeah. But I'm standing looking out my office window in the lavish, lush mountains um, south of Jerusalem that happen to be known as the Judean Mountains. You mentioned Jesus. This is where Jesus was born. They're oh. called the Judean Mountains. The Jewish people descend from Judea. Um, it's it's ridiculous for 
our current neighbors um, who claim that we're somehow occupying the land to say that we have no biblical roots, no historic roots in the land, and therefore we're illegitimate. Um, there's a bigger picture issue. We need to figure out a way to coexist. We need actually people who can deal with reality and, and not try to slaughter us as, as happened uh, two months ago. Right. But there's no such thing as a Palestinian, just so you know, because there's no country of Palestine. It's not recognized. Well, my, it doesn't exist. My father was a Palestinian because he was born in Haifa in 1937, and your listeners need to know that until 1948, when Israel declared independence, a Palestinian was referred to as a Jew in the land of Israel by the British, and the, then, the, then the term went away, went into hibernation, until it was hijacked the year I was born, and a group of ethnic Arabs came back and borrowed the phrase and made it seem like there was a state of Palestine, that there was a currency, um, that, that, that there was somehow ever uh, a land, a nation, a people. And I, again, I don't dismiss the fact that we have millions of people who refer to themselves as Arabs, even if they're as new to the land as I am. But, but we need to deal with reality and not the nonsense of we have no roots here. Yeah, that, it's just, it's a joke. I mean, you can find coins that go all the way back that shows that, that, Correct. that the, the land belongs to Israel. All right, so with what's happening Correct. right now, you've got to just be, uh, I'm going to go with angry. you got to be angry. Well, I'm I've, angry. I've been, for two months I've had combinations of fear, anger, and grief. And I've been doing so a lot sorry. of interviews like this. You're the first one that I get to share that today my son, my 25-year-old uh, combat soldier, went into Gaza. So um, especially um, fearful and, and angry that we have to be in this situation, that I have to raise my child to be a combat soldier to defend what is rightly ours and, and why our neighbors just can't allow us to live in peace and prosperity. Jonathan, what's your son's name? His name is Natan. Can you spell Nathan it for me? Nathan is the Hebrew word. Nathan? N-A-T-A-N in Hebrew, and, and the, the English is Nathan, as in, the, as in the prophet. We will pray for him by name tonight in my Thank household. You. Yes. Um, I'm sorry that that has to happen, but it's it's all of you. I mean, it's young girls going to the shopping mall with, with automatic weapons because you never know when the worms are going to come out and try to steal them, rape yeah. them, and then say, oh, uh, it, the, Israel <laughs> killed them because they lobbed a bomb. Well, if the worms weren't yeah. hiding within <laughs> the people that are, they are holding illegally, um, no one would be getting injured. They sent in <laughs> buses to take people out of harm's way, and Hamas would not let them leave. So they are using the people they are taking as propaganda to continue making the stupid people who work on the national media here and some of the idiots who are hanging (laughs) posters up on the signs here in our very own town saying Palestine are the ones being oppressed. Give me a break. Y'all cut heads off babies and slaughtered women. And we've got idiot people who used to be on members of committees in Washington, D.C., trying to say that hospitals were blown up by Jews, even though there was proof that Israel had nothing to do with it. And it just doesn't stop. The drumbeat of stupidity will not stop until we take the drum away. And there's something else that's relevant. Thank you for all of that. That clarity is so important. Um, but there's something else that's relevant. My son is going into Gaza today, and, and, and many thousands of Israeli troops are going in specifically because we value human life, specifically because we're not trying to have any innocence, and I say that in quotes, 
um, be casualties of the war. And that puts our kids in harm's way. Mm-hmm. In, order to, in order to achieve the military objectives, we put our kids in harm's way rather than doing a Dresden, rather than when just bombing the place, which there's a very strong justification for. They're lucky I'm not in charge because there would have been a loud la la boom. <laughs> I mean, that it just would have been an oil slick. There would have been nothing left because I'm just so done with them. I'm done with them. I'm yeah. trying not to cry. I hope you come visit someday soon. I, well, I ain't coming there till this crap stops. I'll tell you that right now because oh, I'd be the first one they killed. All right. So um, I know that you've had to change in your society quite a bit. I mean, just normal life is is different for you, isn't it? Yeah, everything everything about our pace in life. I wake up 6 o'clock in the morning dreading watching the news and how many soldiers are being killed, and I dread watching the news from overseas, as you suggested, with people who are not as informed and, and, and uh, um, genuine as you are who are reporting that Israel's... I've been, I've been exchanging emails with this fool who's saying Israel's um, committing a genocide, and I said, well, we're doing a pretty sucky job at it, if the, if the Palestinian Arab population has grown and grown and grown the way it has. So we're failing at genocide. That's a ridiculous statement. Um, it, 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 it's an emotional roller coaster. It's an absolute emotional roller coaster. And you know what? Nobody wants peace more than Israel. Nobody wants peace more than Israel. But it's come to a point that this is not a can that we can kick down the road anymore. No. And, and they're, they're, they broke through our door, but you know this. They're knocking on your door. And if we don't do it here with the canary in the coal mine, and I don't know what the invert of that, inversion of that is, but if we don't take care of business here and, and set a standard that nothing like this can ever be tolerated from Islamic extremists ever anywhere in the world, then they'll be knocking at your door and breaking it down just the same. Well, I bow to the greatness of the IDF because you all know how to fight. Y'all got itches in your britches, and you know how <laughs> you know how to go in and take care of business. I've always admired the way the IDF responds when somebody pokes the bear. I've oh, uh, my my prayers and everything are with you for success, but I know that there will be casualties, and I, and I pray that yeah. they are few. Um, what is the Genesis One Twenty Three Foundation? Yeah, so we exist to build bridges between Jews and Christians, and Christians with Israel, and we always add to that in ways that are new, unique, and meaningful. We established a program some years ago called Run for Zion, which is the first Christian program around the Jerusalem Marathon. I have the distinction of being the only Orthodox Jew with a weekly podcast called mm-hmm. Inspiration from Zion on the Charisma Podcast Network. It's me and 300-some Christian uh, podcast hosts. We've just published a stunning book called Israel the Miracle, uh, which is available at israelthemiracle.com where we have essays by 75 Christian leaders from all over the world, of all backgrounds, of all ages, um, of both genders, and uh, celebrating Israel's 75th year with essays about why Israel is so significant. And during the war, we've established an Israel emergency campaign. Uh, we've established a petition, which is urgent and critical. I, I, I implore people to go to genesis123.co and sign the petition, because at all costs, we must get all of the hostages out, the games that, that Hamas is playing, and the pressure that's being put on Israel to, bet, to, to bend over backwards um, for another ceasefire when Hamas won't honor that, when they've been brutalizing uh, the hostages that they have, and we don't even know the status of the existing the ones who are still remaining in. So we desperately need people to go to Genesis 
Co and and uh, sign that petition. Please go. Please do it because you know the the national media is not telling you the truth. Anybody who's calling for a ceasefire is an idiot. We've got to get the hostages out. We've got to go in. The worms must die, and we've got to take care of this worldwide. I know that the uh, leaders of Israel have said we're going to kill Hamas leaders all over the world, and everybody's outraged like that. I'm like, why? They're terrorists. They're the same sort of idiotic ignoramuses who flew planes into our buildings. In yes. 2001, don't forget that. We didn't deserve it either. They just fundamentally hate us for nothing. And that's the same way they feel about Israel. They are not being oppressed as Palestinian people. They are not being killed inadvertently in a genocidal way. They were allowed time to leave and the worms wouldn't let them go. So all of it is a lie. Please believe the people who are telling you the truth. Please stop believing the propaganda. And please go to Genesis 123. Jonathan, I am all over this, and I am with you, brother. Fun. It's a great pleasure to be on uh, the program with you this morning and have a new friend like you. Thank you. And uh, all all blessings to Nathan as he fights with this battle. May he come home safely, stronger, and part of Victorious. Thank you, Jonathan. Amen. Uh-huh. God Bye-bye. bless you.